Tones, so cool to meet you. Welcome to Dublin. Thank you. You're in probably one of the most famous busking areas ever. Did you go down to Grafton Street? I, I walked along the river. I, I hadn't seen any buskers today. Were you tempted to get out there and do some busking yourself? Yeah, I want to. I want to keep busking. I actually thought maybe I should busk in these cities. I don't have any speakers or anything, though. I don't know how it works. And sometimes I'm here for such a short amount of time that I, it's, I can't even get get approved to busk. I was watching one of the videos of you in Byron Bay busking and it's New Year's Eve 2019 and it is up to 6.5 million views. At the time when you were ringing in New Year's Eve 2019, did you ever think 2019 would blow up the way it did? No. Like 2019 is always going to be the biggest year of my music career like because of everything that happened. Um, and I didn't even know anyone was filming that. And I remember I saw someone put it online and that song wasn't released yet, yeah. Dance Monkey. So I almost got that video taken down, whoever put it up, because the song wasn't released. And people started streaming that because people wanted to hear Dance Monkey so much from hearing me busk it that this was starting to get heaps and heaps of streams. And, and I was like, no, 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 like I haven't released a song yet. Like I want to take it down. We decided not to do it. But before Dance Monkey, there was Johnny Runaway. You upload it. You go for a walk. Like, we've heard of instantaneous success, right? But nothing like this. You go for a walk. You come back four hours later, and it's already had its first airplay on Triple J. Yeah, we, we uploaded it at 10 a.m., and me and Frankie went for a walk. Um, and then probably, like, an hour later, an hour and a half later even, because, like, I left my phone in the car because... I uploaded it and as soon as I was about to leave, I was getting these messages from my managers saying like, oh, all these like radio hosts have reviewed your song already. Like all the radio hosts from Triple J are reviewing your song and like, you know, talking about it within like a minute of uploading it. So I like was like, okay, I'm not taking my phone on the walk. I'm just going to leave it in the car. And then I came back and I had like maybe like 20 missed calls, like text messages um, and they were like, oh, your song's, like, played on Triple J and they're playing it again tonight and um, they, they want to do an interview with you in an hour about the song um, that will go to air tonight before they play it and then they added it to full rotation and then it got added across the board all over Australia to full rotation. It's actually about Kurt. So it's about my best friend Kurt. This is Johnny, Yes. Is that why your music does so well? I know a lot of people write about stuff they know about, but it is so personal, so we resonate with it as much as you do. There's a, you can feel the passion. It's not try hard. I always say that I think every artist's first bulk of music is, is the most special because, for example, like I didn't even know about charts. If you're an artist that has never released music before, you don't even know about charts. You don't care about them, and to be honest... You don't look at them and think number one on the charts. I've yeah. never thought about that. I never even knew that radio had a number one. Like, I never knew that. So it's like you really just honestly write for yourself. Um, and then what happens is, and I'll never let this happen to me, is after you release this music and if things start going well, people want to come in and write your songs for you. And they're songwriters. They're, like, professional at writing radio hits. And I think that's why it's done well is because I never wrote for anything like that apart from, like, busking, to busk yeah. and play to people and what I wanted to play and what I wanted to sing and what was missing from, like, my set list and what I wanted to say. So because I wrote for that, I think that's why maybe it hit a little bit harder. I didn't get someone to come in and write a song where they just wrote a song for all these other big artists so the songs are all very similar and sound the same but they're poppy and they'll get radio play but then they'll die down and they yeah. don't really mean much and, you know, so I... I want to stay away from that. I feel like that's more so worse than anything else. Yeah. I don't want to have a song that just 
is like this will be good on radio it just it would kill me inside i just can't believe you didn't know anything about the charts because you were breaking records all over the world you've broken the australian chart record you've gone number one in i've lost count of the amount of places I think Dance Monkey is about up to 2 billion streams. I know you say you didn't worry about those figures, but those figures, they have to be mind-blowing. And I suppose, how are you coping with how quickly all this happened? I mean, people want this, but when it happens so quickly, how does that feel? I think that it just, like, doesn't happen. Like, nothing ever is like, whoa, this is amazing. Um... Not even Fallon or seeing yourself up in Times Square or performing on Allen. No, it takes a while. It never happens straight away. It does happen, but it never happens straight away. It's like a you look back thing. Like give yourself a few weeks to to like come down from it or like to to chill because everything's so full on. And you have a few days off and you you think about it and you're rested and and you go, whoa. But at the time, you just, you do it, you get it done. You you do, Alan, you're worried about it, you're so nervous, so you're just stressed all day and then you get it done, you feel so happy. And then you're leaving, like, okay, that was great. And then same with Jimmy Fallon and you know what I mean? Like, you're you're worried all the time. You're Like, it's not about, I haven't stood back for the last six months and gone, this is great. It's like a lot of doing things I never thought I'd do before. The scariest shit that I could ever think of. Like super nerve-wracking stuff that I never thought I'd do and you're just thrown into it. And a lot of people think that like it's me going, whoa, amazing, whoa, amazing. I'm not. I'm actually doing these things I never thought I'd do before. So I'm constantly anxious and nervous, but I'm proud and I'm excited. But it's such a mixture that I really don't get to think about it until I've had a bit of time off and look back and go, I'm more proud of the fact that I got up and did those things and now I'm doing sets and festivals and playing these sold-out shows and being able to hold my own to the point where they're my most exciting things I get to do. Other than, like, you know, I, I, I'm not sitting back and watching a movie. I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. So that I'm more just making sure that I can do everything and get to the next thing and do the next thing and make sure I have moments to be happy. And then I'll look back when I have time off and I'll be really happy about the things that I've done. I know it's not about the accolades, but for those who don't know, the ARIAs are the Australian Record Industry Awards. And you scooped the awards. Four, four awards, including, you know... I suppose Breakthrough Artist is something you'd hope you'd get at your first awards, but you wouldn't necessarily expect to get Best Female. Um, You got that, and your speech, it it moved me to tears, and I loved at the very end you said, thank you to Australia for letting me know that I'm okay just the way I am. Why was that important? I only wrote that one speech. Um, I didn't know that I'd be saying it for that award, but it was the first award that I won, so it kind of fit like a glove. But I think, like, as... And a female artist, you know, there's like this certain expectation that you don't even realise that a lot of people say, no, there's not. But like, for example, if I see my picture up and I have a lot with like Ariana Grande, then me, then Billy, then Dua Lupa, then Nicki Minaj, I'm like the only one that's just got a cap on. Like, I remember the photo when it was taken, I was sitting in my van smiling like wearing a forex gold hat and everyone else is like completely dressed up to the nines with like airbrush and photoshop and i just look at that and i go like you know what i mean like it's all about your music that you write at the end of the day isn't it it's not about what you look like or the photos that you take it's how you treat people and 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 you know what like australia i couldn't have gotten there if it wasn't for australia i wouldn't have got any of that if they didn't you know stream my music or come to my shows or show an instrument and not just like a small interest like a, like they constantly support me 
Um, so, like, I just had to say thank you back because, you know, I'm I'm not going to be someone that wants to change and I don't, and I'm not going to. But, like, it just reassured me that you don't need to. I love that even though you're not going to change, you're constantly pushing yourself and you're playing Vicar Street here tonight and I cannot wait to see that. But I can't wait to see this live show that you're talking about. You want to create a live show and you've said it's an evolution of your life and who you are as a person. Tell me about this. I've always wanted to do this. It's really hard to do because I'm actually in the... I'm, like, trying to create this right now while I'm on tour. So it's, like, a lot of emails and stuff about the next tour... I'm doing the Kids Are Coming tour right now, but the next tour for the album is totally different. So we have, like, actors and dancers and screens and, and props and stuff, and it's not one of those shows where you just put things out to make the stage look pretty. It's one of those shows where, like, I want it to, like, start off with, like, busking. So the first song I play will be, like, the screens all depict, like, the street I used to busk on. And there'll be people walking past me. And, like, my, I'm using my actual busking signs and everything I used to use. And then the actors will, like, literally replicate what I told them what happened on the street while I'm singing. But I'm still doing a performance. Like, the crowd is still hearing a song. But there's stuff going on. And then the next scene will be, like, as I went from trans transition from like busking to like Johnny Runaway to Dance Monkey and we like do the film clip and the stuff and the things that are happening and it's it's actually really hard to do because I want it to be like a moving show like everything's moving everything has a part and there's like and then not to mention I have to take this team of like a hundred people around the country with me because I need all these people for the show so it's and it's it's an expensive tour but like it's something I really really want to do and it's going to go from like starting off me busking to like having the kids are coming with like an army of like the kids are coming you know kids on stage as well and I want it to be really interactive and you know it's just it's going to be weird but I, I just have to do it it's something that I've wanted to always do so I cannot wait for that um Tones and I thank you thank you for what you're putting out there thank you for using your voice and thank you for being you thank because you. you are such a role model for all of us out there young and old so thank you thank you so much